Do you dread one-to-one meetings because you'll be asking the other person to account for an outcome or their performance? Many leaders want to have high-performing teams, but overlook the fact that accountability is at the heart of these teams. If you want your team to deliver on expectations or communicate when they can't, you have to be able to hold others accountable. Additionally, you need to look at yourself and ask what kind of role model you are to your team. In this episode, we cover how your ability to hold others accountable impacts your team's performance and how to get the best out of your team. If you are new to the Women Taking the Lead podcast, hello and welcome. I'm Jody Flynn. I'm an executive leadership coach, speaker, and author. I'm the current president of the board for the Maine Women's Conference, and I have the privilege and joy to work with women leaders to hone the skills and the mindset that allow them to grow into and then thrive in senior leadership. My specialization is working with women who are still stabilizing after their last promotion and those who want to be ready for the next one. It is my belief that for more women to hold positions of senior leadership, there are changes at the individual and organizational level that need to occur. Not only do women need to be trained and coached on how to operate at these levels of leadership, organizations need to change their paradigm of how the work gets done and what supports are in place for leaders to do their job. If we are not already connected on LinkedIn, please send me an invitation to connect. You can find me directly at linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash Jody Flynn, or you can search for Jody Flynn on the platform. I'm very active on LinkedIn, so I should be at or near the top of the search results. You'll see the follow button is prominent on my profile, but if you click on the more button to the right, you'll find the option to connect. Click on that and be sure to add a note to the invitation letting me know you're a listener of the podcast. I would love to connect with you and get to know you better. You can't do it all. We all know this, but often we struggle internally with this fact. There's so much we want done and so much we want to accomplish, and we know we can do it right. This would be true if you had an endless amount of time, but you don't. And if you try to hold on to too many things, especially after your promotion or role change, the quality of the work you do or your wellness or both will start to suffer. If you are struggling with letting things go, I'm going to refer you back to two episodes I did last year. One was titled, What Responsibilities Should You Keep? This episode helps you consider what tasks only you can do and what you can give away. The other episode is titled Delegating as an Opportunity. This episode challenges the negative mindsets that make it difficult for you to delegate. After listening to that episode, you'll see delegating as a win-win for everyone involved. When you are delegating, you're not abdicating responsibility. Whatever it was that you delegated, you still need to make sure it's on track and getting done properly. Because of this, the ability to hold others accountable now comes into play. A lot of leaders overcomplicate accountability and make it into something it's not. 
Accountability is merely the ability to give an accounting of an outcome, including actions taken and decisions made along the way. If you've ever asked, what happened? You have asked someone to give an accounting of an incident. And you don't just hold others accountable when something goes wrong. You hold others accountable when you want them to share about good or neutral outcomes too. There are several variations to asking what happened, and it's important to ask the question appropriately. However, being skilled in holding others accountable goes way beyond asking what happened. If done properly, your ability to hold others accountable will increase everyone's chances of success and identify opportunities for growth. If not done properly, it may have catastrophic consequences to your team and your own performance. If you aren't able to hold others accountable, it could mean having to do the work over again. There could be deadline delays. This will lead to diminished team morale, which will impact motivation and performance. Before we go on, I want to distinguish between responsibility and accountability. While everyone involved may be in some ways responsible for an outcome, not everyone will be asked to account for the outcome. However, each individual who reports into you will be accountable to their own overall performance. A better way to put this is, if you are able to hold others accountable, your people will give an accounting of their performance to you. However, they will not need to account for the company performance to the corporate board. On the board level, they have personal responsibility, but no board level accountability. Here's a way to hold others accountable in a way that sets them and you up for success. First, be clear on what the expectations are. What is the exact outcome you are looking for? What will you want to be reported on along the way? And how do you want others to communicate with you? At what point do you want to know if the task or project is at risk? Schedule weekly drumbeat check-ins so you are aware of the progress that's being made. If it's a project of considerable size, break down the goal to specific milestones that will be met along the way and use the drumbeat meetings as an accountability check-in. Another benefit of these meetings is they hold the space for communication. Sometimes team members want to avoid giving you bad news. If there's wiggle room, they may continue down a risky path, hoping something changes before they have to tell you what's going on. The drumbeat meeting provides a designated space for reporting progress or unexpected obstacles. And this meeting goes both ways. This is also an opportunity for your team member to ask you for feedback, support, and additional resources. These drumbeat meetings also give your team members smaller doses of being held accountable. If you wait for the end of a big project to get an accounting of what happened, it could be overwhelming for them and for you. Make sure your team has everything that they need in order to be successful. Dialogue with your team members about their ability to meet the outcome based on their competencies and resources. Identify any gaps that would prevent them from being successful. 
Once the gaps are named, identify ways to close those gaps, such as additional training or reallocating resources. Explain why. Last but not least, make sure your team member is clear on why hitting the outcome is important. They should be aware at both the individual level, the team level, and organizational level, what the benefits are of succeeding and what the consequences of failure are. The episode coming out next week is an on-air coaching call in which we discuss how team members more than ever need to know why they are doing what they are doing. They need to know how what they are doing ties to the company mission, and they need to be clear on what happens if they are not doing their job properly. In some industries, failing to do a task properly or within appropriate timeframes can be devastating. It can put others in physical danger or create costs to the company, you know, serious amounts of money. It can also damage a team member's reputation or their career opportunities. No matter what the risk or the reward, make sure everyone involved knows what's at stake. I don't know about you, but I have discovered amazing music, books, TV shows, movies, restaurants, and podcasts for sure because a friend told me about it. Our network, made up of friends, family, colleagues, and acquaintances, are a vital source of information and access to resources. If you have been enjoying listening to the Women Taking the Lead podcast or have found the content and suggestions valuable, could you do me a favor? Could you share it with a friend or colleague? Typically, the best way to share a podcast is to share a specific episode that made you think of the other person. You can share an episode right from your podcast app, or you can send the link to a webpage found in the episode description. My goal is to help millions of women to grow and feel calm and confident in their leadership. And I thank you for helping the women in your life be the confident leader she is meant to be by introducing her to this podcast. As a leader, it's vitally important to think about your own accountability as well. Whenever you hold others accountable, it's important to demonstrate that you hold yourself accountable too. Always walk your talk. You are in fact accountable to everyone around you as your performance impacts each of them. When making decisions, think about the impact of those decisions. Who will be responsible to carry it out? What is the deadline? Who else is impacted by the decision and who needs to be informed of the decision? Look at yourself first. When things go awry, look first how you as a leader contributed to the outcome. According to Courtney Lynch, a former Marine Corps officer and co-founder of LeadStar, leaders inspire accountability through their ability to accept responsibility before they place blame. I'm not saying you take blame and beat yourself up all the time. Rather, do a postmortem to determine where and when things went off track and consider if you could have done anything differently to prevent the outcome. Talk about yourself as a part of the team. 
accountable leaders see themselves as a part of the team and not the overseer of the team. Creating a we mentality on the team shows you are in it with them and accountable to the outcomes as well. Consider your team's time and energy resources. Accountable leaders are also sensitive to the time and energy resources of their team. To this end, they make sure they are facilitating effective team meetings. This means communicating the purpose of the meeting and agenda ahead of time. It's allowing for honest communication and team building opportunities and following up after the meeting with a summary, assignments, and deadline. It also means you're making sure there are no needless, redundant, or outdated tasks that are being performed. These time wasters are often the reason team members will balk at trying something new. Culling, what's not moving us toward our goals, is an important step in creating new solutions and opportunities. Address what's not working right away. Accountable leaders are actively working with team members who are underperforming. As an accountable leader, you do not bury your head in the sand when there are performance issues or conflict on the team. If you have people-pleasing tendencies, this will be a challenge for you. You may not want to call someone out for underperforming, so you may be tempted to wait it out, hoping whatever is causing the problem sorts itself out. This is a mistake. Your lack of action will be noted and will not be interpreted in a forgiving light. The team members who are impacted by an underperformer or conflict within the team are looking to you as their leader to address it. While it is true, strong team members and leaders within your team will seek to resolve these issues. However, this is not always the case. As the leader, it's important that your team know you care for their well-being and will act in accordance with that. Always look for opportunities to provide positive and constructive feedback for your team. And look at these situations as a development opportunity as well, especially if there's conflict on the team. You may be feeling that while, you know, it does seem a little bit silly to have to intervene between two adults who are professionals and can't seem to work well together, this is an opportunity to develop both of those team members to a higher standard of performance um, and behavior expectations on the team. Hold others accountable as a culture initiative. Accountability is important because it builds trust, support, and strong teams. A team can't thrive without a culture of accountability. Holding others accountable helps your team work collaboratively towards the same goal. When you foster a culture of accountability, everyone in the organization knows they are being held to a higher standard and will be given the support they need to hit those standards. At the center of the culture is you and your ability to hold others accountable. And as we wrap up, if your last promotion left you feeling unstable in your leadership role, I invite you to consider working with me. I would love to support you through this transition and help you get your bearings and feeling confident in your leadership once again. If you know it's time and something's got to give, schedule a time to chat with me. You can find the link to schedule a call with me in the episode description. If you're listening through a mobile device, that link will be in your podcast app. If you're listening through the Women Taking the Lead website, the link will be toward the bottom of the episode webpage. 
And if you're going to ask your company to sponsor you to work with a coach, there's also a link to access a checklist that will help you to prepare for that conversation. As always, I hope this was of value to you. And here's to your success.